0: I'm Aria Schwartz, along with Rachel Galligan, and welcome to the Windsider Show, where it's all about the W, the New York Liberty. What's their roster situation, and what situations are they facing? Let's dive in. like our show, please consider joining our Patreon community. Patreon.com backslash winsider. For less than a cup of coffee a month, you can directly show support for the hard work we do covering the W. And don't forget to see our amazing staff's written content over at winsider.com. Download the episode, makes our stats look better, and allows us to continue doing this important work. If you want to sponsor an episode of the Windsider show? Email us info at winsider.com. All right, Rachel. New York Liberty, aka Dallas Wings 2.0. A.K.A. mind-boggling. A.K.A. headache, because I'm going to have to do a lot of math here. Let's just quickly run down all the names. Let me get a sip of water first, because it's a lot of names. Let me run down all the names currently on roster. And then the two players, maybe three players, who are not currently on roster, who definitely need our eyes, because they're going to be impactful in this free agency period. One second while I sit. Okay. Natasha Howard. (laughs) Laney, Sammy Wickham. Sabrina Inescu, Asia Durr, Jasmine Jones, Jocelyn Willoughby, Michaela Unyanweree, Liana Odom, Kylie Shook, Dee Dee Richards, Hansu, and now the players not on roster that we got to pay attention to are Rebecca Allen and Marine Johannes. Or you could also argue Niall Raincock and Kunwe uh, as another player. Unfortunately, I would say that it's going to be a tough spot for Rashonda Gray and Paris Key, but. Let's not talk about that in that simulate situation, simulation, whatever. <laughs> Very similar to the wings, this is a tough spot with so much young talent with just not enough minutes or roster spots. It's a it's a tricky one. Now they have less than 200k left in the cap space, and realistically, that's enough money to bring back Becca Allen or Marine Johannes, who are not currently on roster. But it's a tough spot because, similar to what we were talking about with the wings, but trickier is that they, to bring back one of these two players, will have to move on from one of these young talents. Now, realistically, if I'm Jonathan Cobe, I'm sitting there and I'm going, okay, I'm listing these players of who I like, young players on rookie scale contracts, and I'm trying to trade them off for a draft pick in future years. You don't want to get an immediate return on this because they don't have the space for it. Side note, that's a positive for other teams who are well aware of this because they're not going to want to give much. Maybe a second round pick, that would be a lot, honestly. Maybe a third round pick in a coming season because New York's back is against the wall if they want to keep these players. They got to make it and move it. Uh, they got to shake and bake. And they, you know, you look at these players, you got to think, Asia Dur coming back, you don't really know what the situation is. Mm-hmm. Uh, even if you wanted to get rid of her, even like play style wise, she's exactly what this team is missing. But that said, you don't know what you're getting back when she comes in, right? Um, Michaela Onyanwere coming off Rookie of the Year. You're not moving her. Dee Dee Richards has cemented herself a spot on this team. So you got to look at some of these other young players like Liana Odom, Kylie Shook, Jocelyn Willoughby, and Jasmine Jones as, okay, which one of these can we see moving? Now, Jocelyn Willoughby, I think, play-wise, has shown that this team is invested in her. So I would say that she's kind of bottom of that list of who we would move jasmine jones is a player who i'm super hyped on just athletic ability wise i know there's a lot of teams that will be jumping at the chance to get her um, for a penny kylie shook's an interesting one um because i see her and mercedes russell as two players why am i bringing up mercedes russell if you know new york liberty got her cut her. She moves on to sign then with Seattle and has had a great career over the past little bit. But the reason it's so interesting is they both have a body type that you don't see often in this league. And if they can progress and grow to the potential that many people have expectations of, there's someone you don't want to drop. So in my mind, with Mercedes Russell being so recent, I if I'm the GM, if I'm Kobe, I'm not moving Shook that soon. I would like to keep her, especially considering the fact that the only reason you would want to move her is not for, you know, a Marine or Rebecca Allen. You would want to move her for, you know, one of the big, big names in free agency or something like a big, big, if you know what I mean. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Well, and and Cole talked about that in Sandy Brendel's press conference about, hey, you know, we're we're going to explore free agency. We're going to go out there and we're going to have conversations and we're going to see, I mean, you just, you have to, you have to see what you could potentially attract. And, you know, there's some big names out there. You just never know. And in New York, I mean, that's a place people want to be right now. So, you know, I think as much as, it's interesting. You know, as much as I look at this as Dallas wings 2.0, yes, you, you have some question marks with this roster. Yes. You have a lot of young talent. Yes. You've got a whole army of people on this roster. And honestly, you know, last year with Howard being out and Asia Durr coming back, like there's, you just, you're just not a hundred percent sure what this all looks like still together. So you've got some really good pieces. You've got a lot of promising pieces, knock on wood, everyone's healthy and can come back healthy. And, you know, Sandy Brondello can take the reins and just kind of we can see what she can do with that. But I think if you're cold, you're 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 looking out in free agency and saying, hey, can we can we attract you know a high level um, big someone along those lines? And then at that point, yes, that's where you cut ties with maybe someone like um, you know a Shook or Jazz Jones or you know I, it's a pretty guard heavy roster. So I think you could get a little bit deeper um in the paint a little bit a little bit a little bit more length I think that really impacted New York last year when Howard was out so um that that, that would be what I would be targeting or, or looking to attract obviously but you know if if nothing major happens with this roster I think you've got to look at Marine and you got to look at Rebecca Allen and, and like I mean there's some question marks there you know who's coming over who's going to be playing but I would think I would think that New York would find a way to keep Rebecca Allen. I mean, she's just you been so, to. She's been so to. steady and um, consistent and is such a, a key player on this roster, in my opinion, especially now with Sandy Brondello.
0: Oh, I agree. I mean, my, my thing is this. You look at this roster and you go, Natasha Howard needs help in the paint. I don't know. Su is a project, right? Like, I don't think she's that answer now if you want this team to seriously con- compete, right? Kylie Shook, I think, has the potential but I, I kind of almost want to pair Natasha Howard with another big, right? And no, I, agree, I don't yeah. know if Shook is that big. Now, I know the style we saw before was a running gun, a big who can shoot the three. So, obviously, you know, as much as it pains me to say it, Steph Dolson's a player who kind of comes to mind. Stew is a player who kind of comes to mind. Heck, could you bring back a Tina Charles? You bring back a Tina Charles – Now, I know that the the split up wasn't the greatest, most amicable, uh, happiest situation. But you bring back a Tina Charles to pair with a Natasha Howard. I think now you're talking about a team that's making legitimate waves because end of the day, the way this roster is built, they need to make space for Rebecca Allen, like you said. And if Marines coming over, you got to find a way to make space, which means cutting ties with some of these young players that doesn't solve the crux in my mind which is finding that that missing big piece. Um, and you know the the question truly becomes, can they get something for these young players because they have an abundance of wealth in that situation. Mm-hmm. But the other teams know that. And when the other teams know what the team is trying to do, it you know, the trades aren't as easy to go by. Um, will it be a situation where we see them trading it? during mid-season, you know, during mid-free agency period, closer to the draft. I don't know. But I think it's an interesting one that if you look at this team, in my opinion, again, they're still three years out from being legitimate contenders unless they make a big move this year. I agree. And the other thing for me is, like, the difference between, and I apologize for mentioning Dallas so much in this episode, New York fans, but, like, the difference between Dallas and New York is the vets, right? Like, when we did our Dallas episode, we we're continuously talking about can, like, should they bring in a vet? You know, what's the plus minus of cutting ties with these young players who have the potential, who will grow year by year and grow overseas to bring in a vet? And Dallas just wasn't close enough to that championship level play from their vets, from their youth, that I think it makes sense for them to make that move. New York, on the other hand, because they have a Sammy and a Tasha and a Bnaja. I think that's when it really starts to shift and you go, okay, you know, we also have Sabrina. You know, one move could really push us over the edge and put us into, I'm not saying they're a top four team, even if they make a big move, but a top five, top six team, most definitely.
1: But I think that's got to be the traje- trajectory if you're in this franchise, like like our goal You know, after last year and just kind of the way things panned out. Yes, some luck. Yes, we had a bad spell. We had no depth. We had no interior size. Like Howard was out. Okay, whatever. But like, if I'm New York, I'm looking at this going, we got to finish in the top five or six. That's our goal. Um, And if not, I think it's a failure. I mean, that's how aggressive you got to be at this point. And so, like you said, one move, one Key piece, in my opinion, it's that it's it's a size, right? It could be, you know, more of a stretch four center, whatever. Whatever. I I think that we could have conversations about that, but yeah, you're one big big move away from potentially being in those conversations, and and they're right there on the cusp. But but this free agency is going to be um, really telling, in my opinion. I I I just don't know what direction it's going to go, and I almost, ultimately I don't know how you get it done. I I do think New York is attractive. But, I mean, all the names you just mentioned make sense to me. I'd be going after them.
0: Right. And, hey, Maisha Hines-Allen also for that running gun style play. Oh, my God, it would be amazing. Uh, a, complete, a complete shift. Because now I'm just thinking, like, there's certain players like Elizabeth Williams who I've never been, like, the biggest, biggest fan of her game style. Maybe it was where she played. Maybe it was who she was around. I know she's not the right fit for this team. But I kind of do like pairing her with a Natasha How Like, Call me old fashioned. When you have a, a player of Natasha Howard's skill set, where yeah, she can play big, but also she can run and gun. Part of me wants to pair her with a natural big type player. I don't know why I'm going on that rant right now. I mean, what do you what do you think for this team? I mean, in your mind, who would be a home run hit?
1: Oh God, I mean, for the sake of just. Oh my, anybody, anybody I mean I like like an Emma Simon. um and again I know there's be marks there. um, you know I I like the idea of Steph Dolson I don't know that it's necessarily a fit um honestly I, I know it's I know we're probably just being crazy here but like Tina Charles my god can you imagine like you know I I, I don't know how it didn't sound good the way it went down so I, I I'm sure we're we're just dreaming here but You know, this is a New York team that I would imagine if things were in a healthy spot, you would at least listen because, you know, that's kind of Natasha Howard and Tina Charles together. um, Yeah, that makes sense to me. What about
0: Natasha Howard, Liz Cambage together? Liz Cambage (laughs) means cutting ties to a couple young players, right? Because they got to free up some space because you're still assuming you want to bring back Becca Allen.
1: But here's my question, you know, with the Opals thing and Sandy Brondello and Liz Cambage, like, is that even possible? I don't know. Um,
0: that's a good question. And and the big question, honestly, that isn't necessarily for this episode to discuss, but thinking that through, does that mean that Jonathan Cope goes into the situation of hiring the head coach and goes, I'm happy losing out on the opportunity of a Liz Cambage style talent stash player to get the coaching of a Sandy Brondello?
1: Well, that, we'll that's know. the
0: interesting part to me
1: one thing you got to know about Colt at this point is how aggressive he is willing to be, you know? So yeah. Understanding that one of the biggest free agents <laughs> is available and wants to be in a major market. Like, I don't know. I, I just don't know the behind the scenes dynamic in that situation to me from, from an outsider looking in, it doesn't seem like that would be good, but I don't want to put any words in anyone's mouth. Ultimately. I don't know. Um, but my God. Yeah. At least can on this roster. I love it. I love the the, the thought of that, if, if it were even possible. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. Hey, any final <laughs> thoughts for the New York Liberty? No, I mean, I, I just think that, like, it has to be discussed, right? We all know yeah. that Liz wants to go to a major market. Sure. New York and L.A. kind of seem to be, like, the the no-brainers. But, and, and just to play devil's advocate, you know, I don't see anybody looking at Cheryl Reeve or Don Staley – I don't see Candace Parker looking to Cheryl Reaver, Don Staley, and saying my frustration of not being on Team USA is towards the head coach, right? I don't know how it works with the opals, but I would assume that Sandy Brondello isn't the end all be all of who gets, you know, well, picked for that roster.
1: But Lucas, okay, so how about John Cole Jones? Now I know, you know, Connecticut has offered her the core and we'll see. I think we're all just assuming she's gonna return to Connecticut. I certainly believe that myself, but you know, why not? go for it or at least try, you know, if you're New York, now I get Natasha Howard and John Paul Jones. How does that, how does that look together? I kind of like it. Why not? Um, but you know, I'm just, again, I'm throwing more names out there that could potentially be those, those high profile. But this
0: is, this is what I want to throw out there when it comes to New York. And maybe I'm reading into shaded tweets a little too much. When Natasha Howard left Seattle, Right. It was very clear. She could have stayed in Seattle. They probably would have run it back last year. Um, Yeah, run it back. Sorry, I had to get my my years in proper order. Um, She tweeted out something to the effect of, only thing left to do is win an MVP. Because she's won won defense player of the year. She's been a key clog. She's won multiple rings. Mm -hmm. All that's left, you know, as a bench player, as a starter, fine, whatever. All that's left is to win MVP. Now, when I see that from a player... I think that's a positive, especially when they're moving on to a new team that's kind of in a rebuild mode. They're no longer in that rebuildish mode anymore. Now they're kind of in a Middle retool mode. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. So for me, it's like it you know, I if I'm playing to our team's egos, I don't want to shadow Natasha Howard with a big name signing. A Tina Charles type player he like is not winning another MVP in this league realistically with this team. Right. As well, and that, harsh and as that, that might sound.
1: Sure. But that, but that also, you know, that just brings, we just have too big of a question mark. Like what can Natasha Howard be for the New York Liberty? We still don't know, you know, we really didn't sure. get the chance to see that. So um, that's tough for us to assess and determine like, what are some pieces you put around her? Um, but, I don't know. It's interesting, but I, I think that, I'm excited for New York. Um, this is this is a little more exciting to me than, you know, Dallas or – I mean, honestly, it's, it's kind of on the scale of, like, Las Vegas because I see the potential in these rosters, and I think New York could take a big-time jump. But, yeah, I, they're going to end up having to cut ties um, with a couple players here that are just bogging down this roster, and I, I think they'll maybe try to attract um, size, a vet, a nice – core piece that makes sense and kind of solidifies their, their core group or right they they're starting six rotation. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. This is a good one. New York's going to be one of those teams that has the most eyes on them, this free agency, in my opinion.
0: And that's it for this episode.